Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Welcome to episode 28 of the Hot Toy Cast, the really finding our foot in the social lad episode of the Hot Toy Cast, where we discuss all things high end collectibles. High end, one six figures to be precise, from the likes of Starius, Hot Toys, and uh, Sideshow Collectibles, and the rest. And we're going to have a nice, fat, juicy review show now. We're going to cram a lot in on this week's show. We've got Quarter Scale Boba Fett, Quarter Scale Iron Man, Tie Pilot Pilot, Heavy Gunner, Kyler Ren, Pepper Potts, Asma Starian, Pepper, Malcolm Reynolds, Spock, and Starius Snaptons, John Sosto. You get all that? And that's, that's, easy that. that's easy for you to say. Yeah, that's 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 my new way I'm going to speak from now on. I'm going to sound like an Irish racehorse commentator. Okay, so I think we should actually start off the episode with some nice juicy quarter scales. Um, as you guys heard in our last episode, we had um, we had David Stephen on from Star Race, and they're getting into the quarter scale stuff, and uh, we were uh, quite fawning over the quarter scale. And we we it's it's as if you were listening to the last episode, you would have heard that uh, Jeff made a very interesting remark about the quarter scale. It seems like an almost an accidental thing that it happened due to like Entropy not being able to acquire a one six license for certain figures, and then right, we'll just do quarter scale then. And phew, I love all those quarter scale uh, figures from Entropy. I have pretty much most of them. Can't really display them because they're so bloody big. But I absolutely love them. But we all seem to have the one quarter scale Boba Fett from Hot Toys. Is that correct? I'd like, I'd like to interject that I'm just surmising there as well. I mean, it may well have been a long term guidance strategy. Yeah, you know, it, quarter scale was the big thing. But it just seemed to me like um, they reacted to not having the one sixth, and then Hot Toys reacted to them doing one quarter, and then the rest of the world reacted to one quarter scale becoming well, big. Well, I think that's true in the high end side. Keep in mind yeah. that McFarlane was the first company to do quarter scale figures. He did them mm. before NECA did, probably. Yeah. Just, you know, 20 years ago now, yeah, and uh, at least 15 years ago, That's and right. um, and NECA has been doing them consistently for you know 15 years. So, yeah. uh, and other companies like uh, SOTA Soda, remember? Oh, that's right, the big. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, in fact, in fact, yeah, yeah I remember getting the um, the big uh, Bruce Lee figure at the time. Yeah, they did uh, Lord of Darkness mm-hmm. uh, was from yeah. them. Which Somebody fell apart. Did Pumpkinhead. Someone remember the Pumpkinhead? Yeah, yeah, that? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've been around for a long time, but that was it. Makes you realize how long we've been in this game, Mike. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> it's been going on a while. Thanks for reminding me. My birthday is <laughs> at the end of the month, so thanks for reminding me. Take it away, then, Mike. It's not the big. Fi- it's not the big five zero, is it? It's the big five five. I'm the oh, double five, nickel. Five. Oh, yep, man. I'm a double nickel man. <laughs> I'm, I haven't. I, I'm still. I'm still way off the five zero. A little I, way. Only a little way. You look no older than a quarter. 
Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's good. All right. Mike. So we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Fett. We are going to talk the yeah. Fett. Quarter yeah, scale Fett. What do you think of him, Mike? Um, I I'm really happy with him. Uh, you know, the, it, one of the things uh, Boba Fett is a character that uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, to me, it's all about his is it's the uh, Mandalorian armor, right? It's all about yep. his costume. He's he's didn't say much. He didn't do much, and he 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 you know he pretty much died like a punk. Um, although you know he might not be dead. Yeah, uh, no, he's yeah. not dead. There's no way he's dead. <laughs> I would. So I actually lame. hope he's dead. I don't want him resurrecting him. <laughs> I don't think he needs to be added. I know. <laughs> Oh, are burning, but, man. but you know the, it's all about that armor it's one of the most iconic uh, costumes ever it's just there's there's something about it you can't quite put your finger on it but it is so cool it works and um and hot toys did a fantastic job now there's no excuse not to he's been done a million times now but in six scale and quarter scale uh so they better get him right it's certainly not uh something that could make a mistake and have an excuse but the level of detail um like i compared him to the uh, I have the premium format, uh, the first one Sideshow did, uh, Boba. And so I did some comparisons there with the gauntlets and the armor. And, and yeah, they upped the game. He's a lot, he, there's more detailing in the sculpt. Uh, the paint is just outstanding. Oh. And and the damage, uh, it's yeah. so realistic. It's a little darker, too. The green is a little darker in color than some of the releases. Uh, it looks really good. Um, now, I will say that he has a problem that that a lot of people complain about with the Sideshow 6-scale FET that they did, where the chest is a little flat. Um, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it, it doesn't have quite that rounded look that, that, we, that we got from um, mm. one of the other figures, mm-hmm. uh, the Hot Toys, uh, Django. Yeah. They did Django, right? Yeah, yeah. Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not, the Django. Not Unchained, just Django. Yeah, and and um, it and that had a more rounded. Those chest pieces were a little more rounded. If you look at the sideshow uh, uh, Boba, they were really flat across the body. Um, I think that's true with this quarter scale from Hot Toys too. They're a little flat. They're not quite as it's not quite as padded out or rounded towards the center mm. as I'd like it to be. But you know, it's a really minor nit. Otherwise, it looks fantastic. I really like it. It's it's very poseable. Even the ankles work well. You can keep the feet yeah. flat on the ground. Um, I like the base they added to it. The base oh, is I love the base. Feature. The base is so cool. Yeah, and what I you like... Ha- you have it. to have it the wrong way around. I mean, you have to have it... Well, personally, I think. Yeah, I yeah. I don't I want the nameplate sh- at the front. When I, want, I shot I want... it for the review, I think I only shot one photo where it's backwards because the nameplate's yeah. on the front side, right? So that uh, yeah. the nameplate's on the side they expected you to use it at the front. But yeah. if you flip it around so that the, the little... Because uh, you want one step... You want one foot up on that rail. Yeah, you want the rail there. Um, but what is really cool about it is is instead of you know simply having the holes for the crotch support, mm-hmm. uh, they give you those two extra uh, plastic pieces to put into yeah. the base yeah. to to remove it. And it's, it serves two purposes really. One, first you can move the crotch support to the front to the back, so you can actually use either side as the front and mm-hmm. have the crotch support shifted one way or the other. Uh, but you can use both of them that don't have the holes, and then you've got a base that doesn't have the holes for people who don't use the crotch supports. Yeah. They don't have that ugly hole in the center of their base. Um, I think that's a really that's another example of Hot Toys thinking outside the box and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and going the extra mile with trying to make your display look the best it can. Yeah, absolutely. I, so, yeah, I, I, I love this figure. I really do. I mean, it's kind of like, as I say, most of the time I'm kind of one sixth purist. I've, you know, I've got a good selection of one quarter scale now, and I, you know, I, you can really see how the um, the one quarter scale kind of, you know, the 
the landscape of being that bigger format, the fact that you've got a bigger palette, uh, a bigger, a bigger canvas. Yeah, it means that you know everything just you know you can make stuff thinner, and you know the plastic panels are thinner, so they just everything feels just a little bit better. But but of all the figures I've had so far, although I know we're getting onto Iron Man later, which I think really helps on the, on that thinner plastic kind of like thing. Mm-hmm. I just. I just fell in love with Boba Fett. I mean, he—he—he's the character that you know we're, we're all geeks. We all love the one. If I had to have any issues with it, let's you know, let's, let's face the negatives. It's the negatives. My negatives are, and I know they've been brought up before, that the Wookiee scalps are a bit clean. But you can change mm-hmm. that. You can change yeah. that. You know, you can just get some. The water a bit clean. The, the Wookiee scalps hanging from the arm. You know, you you could just you could just mix up some acrylic and some paint. You can dirty those up if you want. I think I think the base suit is a bit clean. The blue kind of like mm-hmm. gray, blue gray suit could do with a little bit more weathering. Could have just been a little bit mossed up. There's a, there's a little bit of it, you know. You, if you look at it, it looks like it's it's not pristine, but it could have been just a little bit dirtier. But that's it. As far as I'm concerned, that's it. Those are the only two negatives I bring to the table. And I've mm-hmm. I've heard people say the helmet's a little bit misshapen. I'm not seeing that. But there we go. No, I'm perhaps... not seeing that at all either. Actually, no, yeah, no. I don't see it either. Maybe I'm not a purist enough, but I'm not seeing any problem with the helmet at all. It just looks really f- freaking cool to me. Um, but everything else, I just love the as, as as Michael was saying, the fine details on the gauntlets. You know, all those little switches, all those little tiny darts. Um, it's all there, and it's all it's all to really minute scale to the point they're so freaking fragile. You know, you really need to oh, be yeah, aware you do, of them. To be really careful when you're swapping hands. Yeah, yeah, you really need to be aware of just how fragile they are because those little darts and those little switches and whatever they are, they are really finely tuned to be in in scale. So be aware of that. You know, when you're kind of like swapping stuff out, as Mike just said. Um, but apart, you know, you put all the little detail, you put all the little tools in on his knees, half of which you don't even see. But like, uh, there's one particular tool I noticed has all these kind of moving parts, and you're thinking, well, you know, we never saw that using the movie. I don't care. The fact it moves, that's just freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just really cool. The fact that just, they've actually just got to know that. it's there. And also, if you get the um, if you get the uh, the limited edition, I mean, it's funny actually. The limited edition I thought should have come with a cut-off gun. Because mm-hmm. the cut-off gun, I, I would imagine very few people are going to display right. them with a cut-off gun. Yeah, However, yeah, exactly. But the, the, the special edition is, 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 is the pistol, which I, th- I would have thought more people are going to want to display them with. But, um, I mean, one of the little tiny details I noticed on, on that was that it looks to me like the, pit, the, 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 the holster they used for the gun, whatever it was on set, has got like a, a maker's mark on it. It's called... What is it? Nemel? Ne- Nemed? Nemod? I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm, I'm finding it difficult to read. But it looks to me like it's probably something bought off the shelf mm-hmm. when they were making the film. And it's right. just got the, it's got the maker's logo on it. And they've reproduced it. And it's here. And now I want to go and Google... You know, if if that if that if that if that holster if that um, sheath is still available for guns, because all those little tiny details just really add up to this being like the ultimate kind of like movie geek fans reproduction of the mm-hmm. suit at this scale, and it's kind of like and it's just absolutely freaking beautiful. It's just amazing, and the way that you hang the uh, the, the backpack on the back, it's got these little hooks that you have to line up, and it's basically gravity that holds it there. There's a, there's a, there's a yeah, light that's magnet. That's my complaint, actually. Though. Well, there's a like magnet. A little bit there more is a magnet there. There is a magnet. It's not, it's not as magnet. strong as what we yeah. saw with like, the, the sideshow troopers where exactly. the pack really yeah. snaps to the back. So but if there you is to, a slight magnet yeah, there. Yeah, if you were to try and hold, pick him up by his backpack, you were in for some trouble. But at the same time, I like that because I would imagine that when the suit was made, it was just gravity. The fact that we saw him fly you know, across the uh, whatever, that was, that was just him hanging on a rope. But 
this thing would have <laughs> basically looking at the way it actually works if he'd have hit jetpack mode it, this thing would have flown off like a thousand miles before he even left the ground but i just love those details it's like this is a reproduction of the suit that was worn on set and they've taken every bloody care that they could to reproduce that yeah. and mm-hmm. as far as i'm concerned that's all i want on my display and it's they've done a great job I, I think in this scale, what it, what it does nicely is, is crosses that nice threshold for me between statue and posable thing. Yeah, figure. right. It, it really because I I like getting something. You know, sometimes when you get a statue, you plop it on your coffee table and you turn it around, and it's nice. And that's pretty much what you can do. Really, just turn yeah. it around, look at it, load it from different angles, and that's grand. But you you, you pick up a, a, one of these quarter scale figures, and and like like the buffet, and you, you can sit it in front of you, and you can sit it, look at it at eye level, yeah. at all the little bits, and it's just it has that. It immerses you a little bit more, I yeah. find, and I, I, I mean the hot, the quarter scales are they're they're annoying because they're so big and they're they, 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 to display them is a bit of a nightmare. But the detail but, just does oh, go beyond the detail. It? Yeah. yeah, it's just so good. Like Boba Fett looks like he's just walking off the screen, man. Yeah. Oh, well, the nice thing about the uh, the posability there, Eamon, is that that. Boba Fett's also the kind of character you don't need to put him in some extreme pose. You know, no. he doesn't need to be in a Bruce Lee fighting stance or anything. Nope. But being able to pose him, you can make minor adjustments to the feet and the legs to get a natural pose, or you can make minor adjustments to the arms and the elbows and the wrists to hold the gun different ways. And, yep. and it just and the neck have a give some personality to it by just the right tilt in the head. Absolutely. And it really he really is a character who benefits from being able to do those slight modifications to the pose over time and, and repose him in different ways. And nicely poseable too, so he's, he's re- like yeah. he's well poseable, you can re- and he's ratcheted, all little joints are nice and ratcheted and things. I know I mentioned my two negatives earlier with the Wookiee Scups and the suit, but my other slight negative, mm-hmm. if you work with the figure and the articulation you will get there, but it is quite tricky to get him to hold his gun in a good position. I don't know. I, I, I crossing that. over, cro- crossing. Oh, no, you can manage it. You can work on it. You can work with it. But I think it's something to do with you know, like the classic Fett pose of him having the ga- gun hanging over his front with the other hand resting over it. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. something about the way the belt hangs out, and there's something about I've struggled. I, I've got there. I'm happy. You know, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's not all, as I'm, as you would all, like. all I'm saying is that you know, as a, as another slight negative is that you will you will have to if you, you will work to get the pose you want. That's not that's not a bad thing because I think everybody should work to get the pose they want because you know it should be really you know you should be really that's happy with it. It's a but, lot of fun though. Yeah, you can, yeah, you, you can no. grab it. You don't have to be like exactly. little tiny little fingers. Oh my god! All right, yeah. well, well, we we better move on because we've spent 13 minutes there on old Boba Fett. We get straight into the Iron Man quarter uh-huh. scale. Now I'm well jealous that both you guys have this because. I was, I was like, oh, it's yeah. lovely, but no, I haven't got this one, so I will let uh, take it away. Then again, you, Mike, start it off. Well, let Jeff start off this one. I've I've opened it, but haven't played with it too much. Oh right, uh, well, well. Have you got it over there? Have you got it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got mine in front of me. The, the cool. thing I will say is, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, I love one six scale and one quarter scale. A lot of the time, I think, well, do I really need it? With the Iron Man figure, I'm all of a sudden going to say, well, like Fett, I love all the detail, but like Iron, the thing about the Iron Man figures is that bigger scale just opens up room for so much more detail and so much more accuracy. The thing is, um, when you look at a 1.6 scale figure, Hot Toys do an amazing job in trying to scale everything as best they can. As many moving parts, they engineer everything to the nth degree. But there is something about this at one quarter scale where you look at the way the chest armor 
moves against the torso armor and the way bits drop down and the way the thigh armor moves up and the way little hinges are hidden and it's just so much more pleasant <laughs> it's just kind of like amazing nice. It's just amazing that 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 shift in scale means that the way the armor moves against the torso, the way you twist it, it no longer looks like a toy. It doesn't look. I mean, I don't think hot toys look like toys anyway. But the bulk, the thickness of the plastic is gone. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's at one quarter scale. It's 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 half the thickness that it looks at sixth scale. So when you're moving limbs and when you're moving stuff and you're getting them into dramatic poses, I mean, I've I've got mine basically standing on the plinth, one arm out as if he's about to fire a rocket. And the and the thing about the swap out here is lovely because you've got lots of moving panels. The air flaps all move up, um, but when you change out the rockets and everything, it's actually even easier than the one sits because they just—it's not—it's not as expansive. They've only got a few different options, but it's all to do with magnets. So you just lift stuff out and drop stuff in. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of—it's really easy in the way that they move, and the, and the shoulder pauldrons all move really nicely. So you can pull the arms out without the um, again with the one six. You know when you kind of pull the arms out of their sockets to get into the, some of the more dramatic movements, yeah. it looks a bit disjointed. Again, at one quarter scale, it does the same thing, but it doesn't look as the the anatomy isn't affected as badly. So the anatomy still looks right. Um, so yeah, all in all, I would just say that I don't know. If you're into Iron Man and you've ever thought about getting a one-quarter scale figure, this is the one to get at the moment because it's just—it's just—it is a work of art. I mean, the lots yeah, of little. Yeah, pan- mentioning how beautiful that paint job is too. That oh is god, yeah, yeah, poppingly gorgeous. Yeah, and the way you have to change the batteries out as well is—it's relatively easy. Um, with the head, you—you you take the you know the front mask comes off and then the top of the helmet kind of lifts off and there's so everything is hidden. So you know, whenever you're turning a your battery on, there's no telltale little. Uh, switches or whatever, and, and I know we had an issue with that when we were talking about Vader, the yeah. one six Vader, because that became almost like null and void. It's like, what is the freaking point of having these features? But I found a solution to that. Them. I found yeah? a solution to it. You did? Yeah. Did I not mention in the last? Podcast? No, 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 no. The Vader situation. Yeah. It's actually remarkably simple, right? Uh-huh. You basically leave on move, just open that Velcro on the back, mm-hmm. leave it constantly open. You can slip your finger or your baby finger in behind or if you've got smaller fingers this sounds like a really dodgy euphemism you just it does well I'm just saying you're, you're, you're all about I'm, I'm bringing it to the table I'm bringing you bring it to the table but you can no you actually you just slip it in you just slip your finger yeah. around and you can actually just flip the switch that's all it you need to do it still sounds really bad no 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 you, anyway, you yes. take, leave, just leave the velcro perf- perf- permanently yeah. open because it, the cape is covering anyway you never see it from uh, the back anyway that's true so just leave the velcro permanently open and you can slip the finger in between the the, the, the arm Stop padding and the back padding your finger between the velcro is just... put place your slide your finger in <laughs> helps if you okay. lick it yeah, and hit that switch, and you're away. It's it's yeah. good. It, it it and it works. And that's how I've mentioned. So I just come on. If, if I'm showing anyone Vader now, I'll just leave, oh, put finger yeah. there. Boom, out goes. So there you go. Leave the Velcro open and just maneuver your finger into in, in around it. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But the, uh, what I was going to ask you guys about the the Iron Man was uh, the, what's the, the Tony Stark head sculpt like? Because oh man, it's funny. I showed this to my daughter yesterday because I was I, I unpacked it again for today because I I still don't have a permanent place to to to, to put him. And the first thing my 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 daughter said, Willow, she said, um, he's a bit tanned, isn't he? He's a bit dark. And uh, and I said, no, you know, come and look at this in daylight. And she was instantly, oh my god, that's incredible. So I I, I think it's an incredible likeness. 
We had a discussion earlier, didn't we, about people uh, approving and liking likenesses, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't mention any names, and I'm not going to mention them again. However, all I will say is that the one we're looking at, I have heard, is quite difficult to get approval on nice. um, from certain certain people. Um, so, but in you know, which is it, surprising considering how some how bad some of the early Hot Toys were. <laughs> I know, I know exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Seriously, the, of the first Mark Iron Man Mark uh, Mark uh, Three face. He looked, he looked the guy from the Rocky face. Horror Show. That, was, that, was, that, was, that that's brutal. Now, I mean, that is really yeah. a brutal looking figure. Now, it's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. we we were quite happy with it back then. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, moved on. I think things but, have moved on, but then, the, no, the, this is this is an incredible likeness, I and mean, there's some really lovely, fine detail work on the hair. I mean, I know nobody really cares that much about the hair, apart from the fact that when you look at it really closely, there is some really lovely detail. But um, you know, he comes with a very serious expression, which one could argue is a little bit blank. You know, there's no, there's not much emotion in mm. it other than him just looking stern. Um, but as far as stern likenesses go, there is no, you know, you could not say this is anybody other than Robert Downey Jr. It's a very, very strong likeness. Well, it, was, um, it was like the uh, the Bale head sculpt as well that you got with the Dark Knight figure, that quarter scale yeah, Dark Knight. And yeah. just, just the likeness there. Now, that's, at that scale, it just seems to be, obviously, it's a bigger canvas. I'm an artist. If you can draw bigger, you, yeah. you can get in there more, and you can just get that stuff looking better and better and better. You know, and, and you, just at that scale, obviously, they're able to get the, more the skull shape right and things. It's like the, the likeness is just really good. But um, there's no die cast parts in this, is there? No, no, this is completely plastic. I mean, I, I, I say that as far as I'm aware, it's completely plastic. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure it is. It, it, yeah. it would be, it's already pretty heavy. It is very heavy. I mean, the thing I noticed about all the quarter scale figures is, you know, they come in these very large, you know, kind of shipping container boxes with a plastic handle. Yeah, when and you when get you the handle, went, you know it's heavy. Yeah, oh. you, you lift that handle and you think, Jesus, this is not something to be taken lightly. Um, and it's been the, it's been that, it's funny actually, because when I was looking at the one quarter scale license and I realized that we jumped from, I don't know, 004, 003 with, uh, with FET to 005, with uh, with the Iron Man figure, I was, I was thinking, you know, what, what was what, what was the missing one? What was the one in between? Um, and it was Groot. You know, remember the little water scale Groot that we got? Yeah. In, in, oh, really? That was that was the missing link. Because yeah. um, I had to go, and <laughs> I had to go and Google it. Because I was like, you know, hang on, there's a jump here. Because I've got, I've got I've got Batman. I've got I've got the Endoskeleton. I've got the uh, I've got the, uh, the, the 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 Iron Man figure. I've got Fett, and I was thinking, what 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 have I missed? What have, what's gone on here? Like, but no, it was Groot. The little tiny Groot <laughs> that right. came out is the is the missing link. So if anybody's wondering about that, that, that answers that question. I wonder if um, the no, qualified for that as well. I love it. I, I think you know this is. Um, this is, you know, if you, if it's like I think with you, Mike, you know, you've got this incredible, lovely cinema room set up, and I know you like your quarter scales to go in there, and uh, I don't know, maybe your your Iron Man's going to end up in there, would I imagine? Yeah, I would assume so. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to replace the sideshow fat with the with the quarter scale fat from Hot Toys, yeah, so yeah. I would assume Iron Man's going to end up in there. And yeah. the only because the other figures that are in there that are actually figures and not statues are the endoskeleton. The Batman and the the Enter Bay Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the cool. Enter Bay Joker. Love me the Enter Bay Joker. Right then, let's scale it down a bit now, lads. Scale uh -huh. it right back down to one sixth. Our old home territory of regular one sixth. Oh, thing we all know and love. Yeah, the old, the old, the old familiars. And we're gonna kick them off with some Star Wars stuff. Some Star Wars uh -huh. Force Awakens figures. Yay, we have them. Yay, we delighted. It's great. And, and the first one we'll kick off. Actually, let's kick off with the first one that kind of like. It was actually the first 
actually, no, it wasn't. It was the second. Let's start off with Kylo Ren. We've all uh, got Kylo Ren now. Um, I was lucky enough to get Kylo Ren before the, I saw the movie. So I saw I saw the movie like about six days after it was released. So I, I saw that Kylo Ren was out in Japan and I just paid that extra bit of coin yeah. or out in China and, to, and I paid extra bit of coin to get him. And to, the treat of having a figure when the movie was is out is just outstanding. I opened, <laughs> I went to see Star Wars the movie and I opened them up the following morning with the music and everything on, on Spotify. It was awesome sauce. And I've never had the experience before. And I wanted that experience so much, like with Ant-Man in particular. I wanted that figure so much. Like, my God, we didn't even get Ant-Man at the time of DVD release. <laughs> So I'm I'm liking that Hot Toys are getting these uh, big hitting Elias because they're do- they seem to be doing the same thing with Batman versus Superman, whereby that Man of Steel Superman from that Batman versus Superman movie is going to be out like imminently. So if, the, if yeah. the Superman is out imminently, that must mean the Batman is out imminently. So that will be your opportunity, boys and girls, to get your figures actually on and open them after you see the movie. How awesome would that be? Have Batman, uh, you know, the new Batman and Superman to open up after you come back from the movie. But anyway, I digress. Kylo Ren, I really, I was really quite taken aback by this figure. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's like all things, isn't it? You, you you don't really resonate. These characters don't really resonate. You until you actually see them in action. So you see, uh-huh. uh, in particular, uh, I think Finn and Kylo Ren in particular, because I lo- yeah. always like the look of, of um, Ray. Ray always looked great. So very interesting guy. But Finn and uh, Kylo were kind of are very basic looking kinds. They're not exactly the most elaborate looking characters. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, as figures, I don't know what they're going to be like. But I took the chance on getting this Kylo Ren uh, before, thinking and hoping that I would love the character. Sure enough, I love the character, so yay. And I, I, I really like this figure. I love how poseable he is. I like his mm-hmm. simplicity. Um, the, the lightsaber is great. Not yeah. perfect. It doesn't because it's it because it, it it thins out towards the end. It doesn't seem to get all the light as as, as well, I like And it's light. red. Red always has a more of a trouble with that yeah. than the blue. Uh, and and red. Saying that though, I straight away changed the batteries again on my Darth Vader, and that red in my Darth Vader lightsaber is plenty bright. Good, I tell you yeah. that now. I changed out the batteries on that, and it's great. So I did change out the batteries in the Kylo Ren as well, and it is a bit brighter with the new batteries, but it's still, you know, it still could be brighter, you know. And mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. but it's I love the lightsaber. You can get some really nice, good hand poses in him. Um, I like I like the the material on the cloth is on his hood is really nice. Yeah. You can pull it all down and things. Now, yeah. Is, now, can, I, can I interject here? Go. In, in geekdom, in fandom. Is 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 there a theory that that cloak is the emperor's? It must be, because it's the same nah, texture. It's a very different. No, no, it's the, got the waffly kind of texture. It's and, shiny though. The emperor's was yeah, shiny. it's shiny, but it's old. I mean, I I, I always got the feeling that the reason because it's all tattered and torn, isn't it? Why would why would a, a well not a dark right? Unlike Sith. the other layers of his clothing. Well, yeah, everything's knackered. I know that. Right. But what I'm saying is that I, I just think, you know, is there, is there some connection that he's meant to be wearing something that belonged to somebody? Well, the helmet's supposed to be probably made, maybe we think it's from Vader, don't we? Well, so, so, so the folklore goes that um, Phasma's outfit was made from the Emperor's ship, which is why it's silver. Oh. And it's kind of like a, well, there was also theories it was made from a ship from uh, from from Naboo, which was like uh, oh, yeah, what's the nice chrome ship that yeah, 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 yeah. But then it was said, no, no, it's the Emperor's ship. But um, I don't know. Well, a royal I ship. Agree with Eamon. You know, this was Kylo was a character that he's he's doing the basic Johnny Cash black, right? And yeah. when you look at him, you think, well, he's all black. He's not going to be very interesting when you get him in hand. You know, I didn't have very high expectations for him. Okay. 
he doesn't have the driver head sculpt. So I thought, well, you know, he's just a mask character in an all-black yeah. outfit. When I got him in hand, like Eamon said, the, the different materials, using the, the yeah. heavier sort of canvas for the ex, the exterior, the, the mummy-wrapped arms with the perfectly aligned yeah. wrapping, so yeah. it's almost yeah. machine-like in, the, yeah. in, in its appearance. Um, the nylon and some of the other materials that are some of the lower uh, layers that are, are very different than that outer layer. Um, it, it just it gives him a really interesting it look does, like yeah, using yeah. different textures in in the materials and the fabrics. Any the the wire around the hood allows that hood to look yeah. over the That's helmet. That's great. That's also really put cool. That is also put it backwards on his on his back and make it look right. You know, yeah. he can take it off. So he ended up being a, a much better figure than I thought he was going to be. Absolutely. I mean, let me 100% agree with you there, because I, I, when I unboxed him, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, I've seen the trailer and hadn't seen the film, you know, it's, but it just really works. It's just a really poseable thing. I think we we mentioned this a while ago when we were talking about the G.I. Joe figure for, of Snake Eyes, and it was kind of like one of those figures that just kind of like looks a bit, you know, generic and da 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 but it just works really well in your hands. The the base body works well, it poses really well, it looks really cool. And I think Kylo Ren is one of those figures whereby you will be surprised at just how incredibly cool he is in hand. He just he just works. And some figures do and some figures don't. I love the matte material on his helmet as well. I just, yeah. I just really, really like this. He's just again he he works straight out of the movie and, and the poseable hood is really good. Yeah. Like yeah. like you can get that kind of hood shape that you want, especially if he's turning sideways, you can kind of bend yeah. the hood around and, and it'll hold the shape that you want. And it's like yes. Yeah. I mean that's, that's, that's something take sorry, taking a retro step, that's something we should have mentioned on FET was the the wires in his cape. Mm-hmm. There's that whole thing about the fact that you know you can have him put in a pose and you can have it looking like his 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 blast cape is just like flapping in the breeze, you know. It's that, and you can do the same thing with this guy. It's kind of like you know you can really make the pose look dynamic because those very fine wires that are kind of like hidden within the hem um, just open up a whole degree of posability that you do. You yes, you can put him in a stance, but you can make the fabric really enhance that stance and really take on some drama and really kind of make it look look cool. Okay, cool. We've all reviewed uh, Kylo Ren, haven't we? Mike, have you, have, you, have you said enough on Kylo Ren? Yep. You're happy out with him? We're all happy out with Kylo Ren. Recommended figure, lads. Straight on to another one. Let's go with the uh, the heavy gunner. The first order yeah. heavy gunner. Now, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what you guys have to say about this one. Well, uh, sorry. Did you want to start, Mike? No, you can go ahead. I, no, no, I, he's, no. like, only... he's like Iron Man. I got him out, but I yeah. haven't played with him. Yeah, the only thing I was going to say about him was Mike's already reviewed you know, the, the first order trooper. So right. we don't need to go into the posability. We know it's quite limited. Yep. Um, you know, he, he looks good on the shelf, but he is kind of limited. But the, the only reason I really wanted to mention the heavy gunner was because he just can't fucking hold his gun. No, you know, he can't. It's, it's one of those situations whereby you've got this really cool piece of machinery, um, but it just does not work with the armor. Um, you can find some cool stances. You can find some cool ways of making him hold it, where he looks like he's going to be operating it and it's on the tripod or whatever. But I swear to God, I have tried a million ways. There is no way on God's earth that you're going to make him have his finger on the trigger and hold this gun and make it look like he's about to shoot it. It just will not happen. It can't happen. The mechanics of the situation, the physics of the situation are such that that won't happen. And that's really kind of annoying. 
Am I not wrong? Am I not wrong in that? You know, it's kind of like you know, if this is the weapon this guy's meant to be using. I mean, I don't know. Maybe on set it was such that the way they designed this gun that you know a trooper could never really put his finger on the trigger. That might be the case. Nah. And, if that, and if that is the case, then fair enough. No, I'm sure that you know, in in the world of CGI and special effects, you can have somebody leaning over a weapon and still make it look good. Um, but I just found it slightly annoying that as as a one sixth figure. He could not operate the piece of machinery that he was delivered with. Well, he's, he's so got that, that weird tripod thing that comes down. And yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's nice. The engineering on that is lovely because it kind of moves down, it shifts. There's some really nice engineering on that as a one-six little piece of like a kit that all works, and I love all that. But it's just the fact he can't put his finger on the trigger and fire it. To me, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a problem. You can't, if you can't put your finger on the trigger, you're in a world of trouble. Outside. You're in a problem. You're in a world of trouble in a combat situation. You're in a fix. I like his um. I like his over his his garb. His uh, his pack pack kind of front yeah. pack. Whatever you think. You yeah, think that yeah. Really, yeah, that's that nice. Really... I mean, that's all. That's all individual. And that's nice. The fact that he's got like those those kind of like battery units at the front that he's obviously going to like slide into his gun when it's run out of power. So that gives him a differentiator. You know, that makes him look different on the shelf, and I I, I really like that. Um, and, and there are ways of making him look really cool with a gun. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying don't get this because it's a really cool looking figure. And like you just said, Eamon, the fact that you've got that 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 kind of Velcro pack on the front that's got all the little kind of power units for the gun is really cool. It differentiates it. It's it's, it's cool on the shelf. But I just wish you could hold the freaking trigger. That's all I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, they're they're very limited in in, in the posing. Pole, and some yeah. I just kind of why didn't give us like a more a, a more kind of barrel grasping hand or a, a wider okay. gripped kind of other hand to to help this that so that that kind of annoys me. But I think if you already have any of the other first order troopers, you kind of know what you're kind of getting. These are very nice to look at, and you can yeah. get some okay poses off them, but. You you want to get more dynamic poses in because in the movie those chuck those dudes got chucked every which way and their limbs are going wow yeah. which I loved in the movie I loved the way the stormtroopers yeah. got blown to pieces in the movie they were so yeah. like tactile everything was like tactile in there right and we will start off to get continue on with another Force Awakens figure quickly going over the Tie Pilot now you've got some nice photographs on uh, the MWC uh, Mike Crawford or MWCToys.com. Yeah, he's a nice figure. I mean, he's another. He, he sort of fits that same situation with Kylo Ren, right? He's not. He's he's all black, and and we've seen similar Tie pilots. This is, of course, a Force Awakens version, so you have a slightly different uh, helmet and armor. Um, they've done a wonderful job with it. He didn't. He. he I, I gave him a really great review, um, but he's not a figure that I think I absolutely, you know, had to have sort of salivate yeah. over kind of character. Uh, I know that some people really love the Tie Pilots, and those people are going to to really like this version. They've they done cool. a nice job with it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, being in the, he's not a ground trooper, right? He's not somebody without without a tie. <laughs> fighter. He's kind of just standing around, looking like he's kind of lost. Um, I did have one nit to pick with him, and that was the the hose. I'm not sure why they went with such a thick, heavy material. Yeah, it's not poseable at all, so it really kind of restricts the neck and and how much you can do with the head in terms of tilting and turning. Uh, and I'm not sure why they did that. You know, I just I just reviewed the um, the power loader uh, that the T45 from Fallout that Three Zero is doing, and he's got. Yeah. A, tubes and hoses and they're all a softer material that you know you can move and pose and 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 we've seen hot toys use softer materials with things like the aliens uh um 
uh, astronaut outfits and some other yeah. things that they could have, I think, gone with and made this just as realistic and yet not uh, and restricted it quite so much. But it's a fairly minor nit. He, again, he's not he's not going to be in some flying ninja pose. So yeah, he's a nice background piece, though, isn't he? If, if, yeah, if, yeah. I mean, he fits in. It's sort of like cosplayers at, at in the five hundred first, right? You most of them are troopers, but you got to have a tie pilot here and there. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Gonna, I, I, it out. I feel the same. I mean, I, Mike's pretty much mirrored exactly what I was going to say. In as much as he, he's, you know, he's not an essential figure. He's not somebody you're going to die wanting unless you're really into the time figures. However, there is a little part of me thinks that with Hot Toys being so committed to this, is there a chance we might get a, you know, a cockpit environment from sitting? I don't know. I don't mean like the whole bubble, but just something, a seat. They could do something like that relatively cheaply that he could sit in. Um, my nitpick is likewise to Mike's that the, the hose is a bit stiff, um, but at the same time, I can kind of see why they didn't do it too hard. In as much as knowing how kind of rubbery kind of hoses have kind of perished in the past, this is this feels like it's never going to well, go anywhere. Well, but not always. Again, right? no, 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 not always. Figure out the right material, and like I said, yeah. three throws done some terrific. Yeah, and it's but it, it really annoys me that we, we're in a situation where we've we, you know, we've got the second Ed two hundred five, and people are having issues with the dome on that. And it's kind of like you know that's. Why? You know, I've, I've still got my original Air 209 sitting on my shelf behind me now, and I look behind it, and the dome on that is screwed. You know, it's just, yeah, it's and just I have like, my, uh, my aliens, you know, Kane uh, uh, and uh, what's his name? Yeah. Big uh, chest. Yeah, yeah and sitting here, and there's not a single problem with them. What's that? Yeah. Been, uh, yeah. My other thing, which is not an issue because we never saw this in operation, but however, I really feel like what is on top of this guy's helmet is a blast shield. And that should shift down over the eyes. It, it it just is. Feel it. Look at it. Look at the design of it. it Every, be, yeah. Everything about it is a blast shield. And it's like, you know, when Luke's doing the, the training and it's, he's basically wearing an X-Wing helmet with a blast shield down, this is a blast shield and it just doesn't move. And I, it, it's fine because we never saw it happen, so we don't know that's the case. However, what? looking at the design of it, I want it to move. So answer me this. What? What does the what's the purpose of the blast shield on a helmet for? I think it's in the case of being in in a direct hit in a ship um, that if you're gonna if you're gonna like uh, exit the ship you know like hit your ejector seat it would come down it's gonna protect you in the vacuum and it's gonna come up and it, if your glasses survived oh, on your on, on your visor. Yeah, well, isn't the, isn't the visors also supposed to be sort of the same thing as with a with a you know a. a uh, moon landing uh, helmet or a, a spacewalk helmet where it's like the, gold, the, gold, the gold shield yeah yeah, yeah. For, so i mean i mean stream, you know you turn into a star and you need something yeah. that's that's much darker much more polar exactly, exactly yeah I'm, 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 yeah i've still got my old nasa's but with the black shield down he can't even shot. see how he's supposed to fight exactly yeah because he's in the wrong light you know if right. he if he had an unbelievably bright light source in front of him he'd see and right, I'm sure okay. it's a blast well, shield. It... I've always been wondering about that since, since like forever. So that is actually a bit of a revelation to me. I feel satisfied. Yeah. Okay, Pepper Potts. Yeah. Pepper Potts, Jeff. You've got you've got Pepper Potts. I have, but does Mike want to go first this time? Um, I'll be happy to go first. Yeah, Pepper yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pepper. and the MK. Uh, what uh, what she come with the nine? Uh, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The MK nine. At least the exclusive version. That's the one I, I That's picked right, up. Yeah. Um, the, am, I, am, I, am I right in thinking that, that, that this is the only way you can get the Mark Nine with? Yeah, this that's figure? as far as I know. Of, yeah, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Well, he's essentially a Mark Seven and one of the other ones' legs. He's right. yeah, combo. but but with some bits. Yeah, right. with some bits. The uh, Pepper is. Um, 
I, I like getting female figures in the in the Iron Man line. I like getting something other than Iron Man <laughs> once yeah. in a while to fill out the shelf. Uh, you know, she's also a critical figure, right? A critical character in Absolutely. the film. She's, she's across the board. Um, but I and and the rooted hair uh, works extremely well. Um, I think you know when we have characters like this where it's a straight, long hair look, uh, it it works the best. Um, uh, I will say that if I had one nit to pick, I, I like the costume. I like the you know she's got the squappable arm with the armored arm, and um, cool. she looks good without the shirt on with the with the sort of sports bra underneath that yeah. we saw in in the one scene in the film. Well, she worked uh, out for that. Yeah, yeah, and and the fi- the figure looks good. It's got the you know it's got the seamless midriff, so it looks good. Um, but uh, if I had one nit to pick, it's really that some of these hot toys recently have started to get a little too uh, mannequin again, right? They're starting to get a little of that yeah. look where their faces are just they're yeah. very uh, they're very realistic, Absolutely. they're very uh, accurate. I think it does. I, you know, I've heard some people complain that it doesn't look like uh, Paltrow, but I think it's very it accurate. Does. Yeah, I do. Uh, but she kind of looks sort of um, a mannequin, right? She doesn't have that lifelike uh, look to the eyes and the skin tone, and it's that's that that's that art thing, right? That's that's where you go from making something that's mechanically accurate to something yeah. that actually has life, uh, and it's not something you can easily put your finger on. It's not something you can go and say, well, if you just tweak the nose a little more, you know, it's not like that. It's it has to do with the the way the skin and the muscle, the in, the the implied muscle tone under the skin, and the way the eyes are either slanted or they have maybe a squint to them. It's a, it, you've got to get that slight expression in there that takes it to a level that it looks like you've just caught, you've just looked at a human being, not at a mannequin. And I think that she suffers a bit from that. She doesn't quite have the the lifelike aspect to this sculpt. But you know, in terms of accuracy and realism, she's a knockout. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I, it's, it's funny. It's what I, I often, it's a really weird thing. I often run figures by my wife and my kids just to say, who do you think this is? Just because sometimes oh, yeah. they're way, they're just, sometimes they're just way off the mark. You know, they yeah, have yeah. said, I'm not, really? You're seeing that person? How the hell? You know, because I know who they are. Um, and this is one of those figures that I did run past my kids and my wife, and they, they, they kind of instantly knew who it was. But my, um, my wife in particular said, yeah, it's her. But she looks a bit kind of hard. She looks a bit harsh. She looks like the kind of like you know uh, kind of council estate version of, of Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know what that means in America, but it's kind of like you know she looks like she means business. She's, and she's I, I, very, I, I, she, her lips are very pursed together, and she's just yeah kind of serious looking. It yeah. a little bit more of a light, like Mike said, just a lighter expression would have yeah. really helped. I know she's meant to look yeah. a little bit more determined, and maybe they were thinking that well, we're good, most guys will dress her up and put her in the kind of more actiony outfit that she's at the end. Yeah. Me personally, with my display, which I've got. All the halls of armor now. I managed to get all the. Yeah, halls of armor. I did notice that. I did see oh, that. Oh, it looks amazing. So yeah. I think with the halls of armor up there now, I think I, if I was to have and or ever get, uh, which I don't know if I will or not. I'll see how it goes. Uh, get get uh, the um, Pepper Potts figure. I would just keep her in her regular uh, civvies, keeping her yeah. regular kind of office gear. But with that expression, it, yeah. the, the, I, I think the expression is more in line with the action outfit. And yeah. Th- th- yeah. Probably. So I'm. 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 That. That. That's a little annoying because she, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, she is. She's her. She has quite thin lips anyway. 
to it yeah. well compared to other to other women. And so when they're when they're more persecuted like that, it, it, it slightly defeminizes her a little bit. I feel, yeah. and it's just, you're just not getting her as, as as beautiful as she could be because you know Gwyneth is a, is, is, a, is a lovely looking lass, and you kind of maybe want to maybe get that because you know we we got the full lips and everything and the pouch with the. Uh, mm-hmm. The, yeah, the, the Black yeah. Widow figure. So, to for them to kind of maybe make Pepper look a little less um, yeah. sexy, for want of a better description, yeah. is a little disappointing. But yeah. there you go. But it's also worth mentioning that you know they've done a great job on the rooted hair here as well. Yeah. Because she ha- she has got kind of flat hair. I mean, I, I would say the fringe maybe comes down a little bit low, maybe just a fraction low. Um, but I think the if I'm going to be completely honest, I, they know that there are a million customizers out there, and I think the reason that they've done it a little low, if anything, is that they know people might trim it. They might yeah. want like you know just Maybe. want to put put a little bit of kind of like you know hair product on that and tr- trim it and make it exactly how they want it. So I think they've deliberately made that a little bit long. Um, but it's 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 a nitpick. You know they've done a great job on the hair. It's rooted hair. It looks really good on a one six figure, which doesn't always you know isn't always the case so um no. it's worth mentioning too that the shoes which are really cool looking shoes, oh yeah yeah very, yeah very detailed she stands great on those she does I've, I've got i've got her standing at the moment with her legs kind of like quite you know relatively far apart in a kind of an action pose and yeah there's loads yeah, of articulation she stands great the, ankles. On those heels. the ankles work really well <laughs> Yeah. No, we didn't well, mention I'll anything be... about the Mark Nine. I mean, it's it's another Mark. <laughs> it's another. It's yeah. another. It's another power suit. If you have yep. the Mark Seven, or you have the, uh, the was it the the Valent? What's the Valentine? The, yeah. What's the one? The Valentine one, not the Valentine one. I I honestly don't remember anymore. The other one, it's, it's like got a big X in it. It's got those legs. Mm-hmm. The legs. Well, and one. she's got the light up helmet too. That extra accessory. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, which it's, is nice, especially if you're doing a like you are aiming with a di- diorama like that. Yeah. Of, of the, this light up helmet set on a table there would look pretty cool. Was that a special edition thing, or was that just regular? I don't know if she comes with it when it's just. I think she might come with it when it's just her, because I think the special yeah. edition is the one that. I, I, it's either that helmet or the one with her face. Yeah, oh, well, yeah I, got, I got the one with the, the face with this. But the I, Mark I 43, remember. right? I've got I a funny think. feeling of the light-up helmet is, is the special edition, but I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that would I be don't nice. Know. I, could, I could be wrong. Well, based on what you guys are saying, I might actually, because after, I'm selling on the mechanic from Iron, the, the mechanic I have, because he doesn't really fit in the collection now. Yeah. So I might actually, considering I've got the, the Hall of Armor now, I think I might, yeah. you know, maybe just trade him up and get the... Get the pepper pots actually. Can you get her individually? Do you have to get it? Is it just a you can, you can. I, th- I believe, yeah. You, yeah, you can. I don't think you okay. can get the Mark Nine as an individual, but I think you can right. get you can get Pepper. Do you, do you get the helmet? The the helmet with the Pepper? Well, you don't the... get the one with her face. I know for sure that the face and the face plate to go on the MK43. Yeah. that's the only comes with the two pack. Right. I don't know about the light up helmet though. I'm trying yeah. to remember. Okay. All right. Well, I'll check that out, but I'm, I might I might do that and, and trade up to mechanic and get pepper pots and say because I was going to get the um, but, the other uh, uh, the more recent another, another one thing I did really want to say and this is weird but just talking about the tailoring and we were talking earlier about the the way that one <clears throat> uh, six manufacturers and all the other manufacturers source their material uh, for for the fabrication of the outfits and the, and the tailoring is that um, you know the, the the blouse shirt whatever you want to call it that she's wearing you know these very tiny little buttons that are kind of glued on and like you said earlier Eamon about this ultra fine stitching but yeah. the the collar on it is just beautiful it's just one of those little tiny details that you know if you're into this scale if you're into one sixth and you look at stuff that comes out of the box and sometimes you see stuff and you think oh my god look at the size of that collar 
you know, it's just like it's just embarrassing. It's, it just doesn't look right. But this looks absolutely freaking perfect. It's just like at one six car, she's wearing a blouse with stitching and with a collar that looks absolutely perfect. It's just it's just one of those little things that this is it's one of those hot toys differentiators. Yeah. Okay. I went back and looked, and yes, the light up helmet is technically an accessory with the Mark Nine, so you can only get it with this exclusive two pack. Right. That's what right. I thought. Yeah. And then the and also for her, the single pepper does not come with the head to put on the forty two. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so it's basically a double. You get a double accessory with the with the two pack. Then yeah, you get you, you're guaranteed the uh, the head reveal, but you, the the special edition is the light up. Yeah. Okay. Europe listeners, look no further than space. Space search for popular action figures and collectibles ends. The best service possible and steady accessibility by email and telephone is one of the top priorities at space. They carry a wide range of collectibles, not only from major brands like Sideshow, Hot Toys, Enterbay, NECA and McFarlane, but they also specialize in the exotic and small new manufacturers. A very important department to them is their 1-6 scale section, which is currently getting bigger and bigger, offering lots of clothes, bodies, head sculpts and accessories. Hot Toys is of course one of their specialities, so you can pre-order all newly announced figures from their web store. They often have Hot Toys figures in stock earlier than any other dealers. They are also the best source in Europe for convention exclusives. Space loves what they do, so you can depend on them for secure packaging, ensuring your items reaches you in mint condition. In-stock items get processed normally the same day. Pre-ordering customers will be notified in advance once an item arrives in stock and before it gets shipped. Space is located in Germany and offers clearly arranged shipping flat rates to all European countries. On most destinations you can even get free shipping. For EU customers this of course means that you will not be surprised by any customs visa or import taxes. Space is serving us collectors with the finest items for over 15 years. If you are located anywhere in Europe, do go to space. www.space-figures.com Okay, let's talk about Asmus for a minute uh, quickly here. They had uh, Sarman, Mary, and Pippin come out this last month. Um, and i got to say they've really turned the corner um, on the Lord of the Rings Hobbit license. I was not happy with the Toriel, if you remember. Um, I was not thrilled with Eowyn. Um, I, did, I did like um, Aragorn, although some people had a lot, a lot of trouble with the hair sculpt. Uh, but this, the Saruman is a beautiful figure. Now this is a sort of, um, you might think of it as a uh, uh, predecessor to what we're going to see from Star Ace later in the year where they mix uh, rooted hair with sculpted beards on some of their characters like uh, Dumbledore. Uh, and Saruman has the long rooted hair, just like we just talked about with Pepper Potts. It works really well. It's a really good choice uh, when you have thin, long hair like that. Um, it uh, matches well with the sculpted beard they've given him. Um, you can, yeah. There's nits to pick. You know, you can. I do think the beard's a little uh, rounded. It could be a little more pointed, but the amount of fine detail in it allows it to match up pretty well with the hair and not have a, a real problem between the two. You know, conflicting or clashing. The, the face sculpt is beautiful. It's got the texture and the lines and the wrinkles and the pockmarks. Um, the paintwork is beautiful. He comes with the um, um, the the altar. What do we call the altar thing? Um, pedestal. Yeah, well, it's a pedestal, but it didn't have a name for the the orcanth or whatever the hell the ball's called. Oh, the ball's called. That's the eye of Saruman. Yeah, the eye of Saruman. But the the thing is, it's like an orcanth or it's got a name. 
Um, and that lights up so that, you know, you can actually see the eye inside the ball. That oh. could work a little better. The light tends to, the ball doesn't sit super tight on the top of the pedestal, so some of the light uh, seeps out around the sides. Uh, it, so it could light up a little better. Again, that's a fairly minor nit. Uh, but he's a beautiful figure. So he's easily the best they've done. And then they followed him up fairly quickly with uh, Marion Pippin. And um, this is the smaller body we're getting now. There's, they should be able to get Frodo and, uh, and Sam out here pretty quickly. The costumes on Mary and, and Pippin are perfect. The microfibers, because remember, now you're talking about, you know, we're still talking six scale. But when we get to Mary and Pippin, we're talking about eight-inch figures, not 12-inch figures. So you've got, you know, you've increased the difficulty in doing those multiple layers of clothing. But the microfibers that they're using, they look fantastic. The quality, the stitching, the tailoring, it's excellent work. And the costumes, other than the pants, really um, are very different between Mary and Pippin in terms of the shirt and the vest and the jackets. Um, they they do reuse a lot of accessories between Mary and Pippin, but I thought it was interesting. They box them when you you have to buy the pair right now. If you buy Mary and Pippin, you have to buy them together, like two hundred bucks for the pair. However, however, they they so when you get them, they're in an outer box that puts them together. They actually are in their own boxes, not like a Hot Toys two pack where they're both All in right. one box. So you can see people busting them up for if there was some weird reason why they wanted to sell them separately. I don't think I'd want Mary without Pippin, but hey, maybe you do. Uh, so so Asmus made that possible. So they have their own box, their own artwork. Uh, and um, so they've reused a lot of the accessories, right? They both have a pipe. They both have the same sets of hands. You know, they both have the elven cloak. But uh, they both each have their own single, uh, separate uh, pack. One of them is a backpack. Uh, the other one carries sort of the man purse. Um, and again, quality is excellent. This underlying body really works well. It's really nice. A uh, lot of posability, a lot of natural f- sort of fluid uh, poses you'll be able to get. Um, and you got can't really argue with 200 bucks for two complete figures. I mean, even when we got, uh, how, much cool. was, uh, how much was... Uh, Tyrion? Tyrion? Yeah, wasn't he like 180 or 170? Yeah, yeah, he was pretty cheap. You could, like, you can get him for like ninety quid. So that's about yeah, about one seventy. Yeah, so these two are a hundred bucks each, right? There's two hundred bucks for the pair. So that's really that's that cheaper. is good. Yeah, it's a very good price. Well, what kind of thing have they got in their feet there? Is that little straw kind of? Yeah, they kind of glued some hair on there. In person, <laughs> it looks really good. In photos, of course, you can see it too well, right? In, <laughs> yeah. in macro photos, yeah. you can go, "Hey, he's got hair glued on his feet." But in person, it actually looks quite well. I wouldn't like rub on it too much, and you know. Yeah. I don't know if these are nice, man. These, these are actually quite, nice. It's quite strange they released Mary and Pippin before Frodo. I mean, uh, yeah, well. it is a little odd, and they can't. You cannot buy these and put them with the Frodo and Sam sideshow did. The Frodo and Sam sideshow did a much bigger, bulkier larger yeah. figures. These are much better in scale. Now, I will say that I would the, oh. the expressions on both faces are a little more stern mm. than I maybe Could would be a bit more jolly, I think, especially Mary. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they are accurate. I think that they match. I have to cut them some slack on those two because I have a hard time keeping track of them even, you know, in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the two yeah, of them yeah. look a lot alike anyway. Yeah, They're not yeah. like, they, they don't have that uh, But the, the funny thing is you that you can uh, you know you can tag onto yeah, and yeah. exploit I, to make them look like the character. I, I remember I remember going back uh, to when the movies came out. Who was who was the first company who ever licensed that Chinese company? Um, was it, uh, Dragons and Dreams. 
Dragons and Dreams, that's it, Dragons and Dreams. Because I, I got the full set. I mean, there, there was a point where they could not give them away. Um, you know, and it was kind of like, I remember seeing them in, in a store in London, in, uh, in the cinema store, which is not far from the Forbidden Planet. And they were asked like 250 quid each for them, which is unbelievable. And I remember looking at them thinking, they had really lovely outfits, but the likenesses were way off. Way, 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 way off. Uh, the Saruman wasn't too bad, but the rest of them were pretty bad. But even Saruman, they kind of painted his hair and his beard in this kind of silver colour rather than white. Um, but anyway, you know, about a year later, like I said, they, they literally couldn't give them away. And I bought them off on, on, online, like the full set. And I think I ended up paying about 25 quid, 30 quid each for them. And to this day, I still make, I came across them in the loft a lot about a year ago and broke them out and had a look at them. And to this day, I still maintain the outfits were bloody brilliant. They were like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know because I haven't held them side by side. But they had this really lovely, as, as Mike was saying, microfiber, really tiny stitching, lovely little buttons. Um, and the difference between when you look at what Sideshow did and what they did with particularly you know, figures like Legolas, was that you know, it, it wasn't all plastic accessories. Everything was kind of like leatherette and all the knives and the blades and everything all fitted in the little sheaths. Uh, and it was, just, it was just beautifully done. And they did a... I mean, I also have the sideshow um, uh, Strider. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and it's a great figure. And I got the exclusive, which came with a cape and whatever. Um, and, you know, he was a figure I really wanted. But, again, looking back at what, what this you know what dragons and dreams had done the outfit was was way superior you know it was just kind of like it was just really beautiful it was just they really fell down on the fact that they they didn't have good sculptors and good paint yeah yeah um, well, the but, likenesses were awful but yeah the sculpt well the accessories were quite nice too they were really nicely done and i know to this day i mean has, has anybody ever done um what was the dwarf um no we well we yeah yeah we had a gimli in the toy biz line right okay Right, Toy Biz took a crack at 12-inch figures, too. But, of, uh, but they did a lovely gimlet. They did a really lovely gimlet. Again, the head, head sculpt wasn't great, but all the accessories, all the axes and everything. Yeah, if you ever from want to Drag see a Dragons Dragons Dreams, example of a rooted beard, look at the Gandalf from Toy Biz. Remember, they tried Oh, to yeah, oh, I, I, I have that one. <laughs> I, I do have that one. And the hat. The, the cloth oh, hat. Yeah. The cloth hat oh, is really... Well, it looks like, though, with Asmus, we might finally get a, a full fellowship, right? We've, got, yeah, we've yeah. now, you know, we know Gandalf the Grey is coming here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've, Sam and Frodo are coming very soon, um, and we've got. They've already been showing Boromir um, yeah. sculpts, so that really just leaves Legolas and Gimli, and they'd kind of be a no-brainer. Right? Tell you, man, I, I, I'd never seen the um, uh, Saruman figure until now, until your pictures on NWCToys.com, and this is a nice figure, man. That's what I'm telling he's, you, man. He's really nice. I really, really, really like him. Like, wow, he's really nice. It's a really thing. nice Saruman figure. I'm actually, I'm actually quite tempted by him. He's really cool. Yeah, he's certainly the best they've done on the series so far, and he speaks well to what they, you know, with the. I'm hoping that this is what we see with the Gandalf the Grey. Um, yeah, have they improved in that head sculpt though? Because he got, he ended up getting squished, man. Well, that was the white. That was the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, they did the white first. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the so gray now the grey is going to have a whole new head sculpt. Well, you want the grey. The grey is the one to have. Yes, you have to have him for the fellowship. I said that in a very Irish way there. Chris, the one to have. Right. That's the one. That, that's the fella that you want. That's the so fella that you want. So it is. So it is. <laughs> right, and th th these, these are, I like Mary and Pippin as well. They're actually quite nice. Yeah, a different facial expression, a bit more jolly facial expression, because we are talking about two stoner hobbits here at the end of the day. So, you know, yeah. something a bit more jolly and a bit more frivolous would be nice. They're a bit more stern. 
but they're actually quite nice figures. Again, very nice done. Asmus seems to be upping their game a little bit. Still, mm -hmm. still resentful of them because you know I, I want to do AC. <laughs> anyway, so right. Just go with it. I'll boy. just I'll just go with it. Um, I'm doing lots of stuff for Starry, so it's all good. Right. So let's uh, discuss quickly and then because the clock is a ticking, chaps. We're going to try and squeeze in now. Malcolm Reynolds, Spock from Starry's, and John Snow from Three Zero. So let's quickly get done into uh, Malcolm Reynolds from DMX. Is it? QMX. QMX. Quantum QMX. Mechanics. Quantum yeah. Mechanics. Yeah. So, there we go. Malcolm Reynolds from uh, the... Mike, uh, Mike did, um, I, I don't have these figures, but didn't, didn't they start just doing props? Isn't that, uh, Quantum that Mechanics that? started with... Well, they did props and they did ships. Remember, they've done... Oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, 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 yeah. Star Trek ships, they do... I mean, yeah. we're talking didn't thousands they... of dollars, but they're beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, didn't they do some really nice Battlestar Galactica stuff as well? Yeah. Yep, yep. They've touched yeah, on yeah, that. They've, really, they've done some yeah, really yeah. cool stuff for Warehouse 13. They did that. Yeah. Uh, the oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, so, so they've they're very small and they do very high end, very high quality stuff. So then they they got into Firefly uh, a couple of years ago. They picked up the license and they did a statue of Malcolm Reynolds and they did some of these. Um, they did the the prop replica of the gun, uh, his gun, a couple of different times. One sort of in a lightweight, uh, great cosplay version and then one in a more metal and wood version um and so now this is the first six scale figure now they showed this figure oh my god a year and a half ago at it was like the 2014 what a while san diego comic-con the first time yeah. we saw it it looked good then by the time they got around to the 2015 they continued to have all kinds of manufacturing problems uh I, you know we talked about this when we talked to star ace about having it being so difficult you don't have people on the ground uh, with the manufacturers, yeah, yeah. And, I, and it really is hard. Uh, and I think that's what they ran into. They ran into a lot of trouble with getting the kind of quality they were expecting in the actual manufacturing process. So they fought with that a long time. They fought with it on the costume and in the head sculpt. And and last summer when I was at San Diego Comic Con, they they were get, they said they had gotten the figures, and within two weeks they were going to start shipping them out. Well, the figure that they showed at Comic Con. The head just didn't look right. It was much larger than it had been. The paint job was kind of flat. It kind of got back to that toyish look instead of having mm -hmm. a stick mm -hmm. on. Um, and clearly, they listened to what people said about that, and um, they had the head sculpt completely redone again. Um, and the second version, it was much improved. But rather than unpack all those figures and swap the heads, because they were all done, they were finished. They were they were manufactured. They were assembled. Yeah. Instead of going through and reassembling them with the new head, they they put the head in a bag and stuck it in with the the other head. So oh, you get well actually, done them. Uh, well, what's good about it is first they admit they had a problem. So you yeah, can see what the problem yep. was. And secondly, if you look at the photos of the head sculpts, the the worst head sculpt, which is a little looks a little wider, <laughs> it looks the nose is a little wider. Um, it it's still Nathan Fillion. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's still a decent likeness. It yeah. looks like Castle. It does look like Castle. He got a Castle <laughs> and, and a lot of people have started using Because he's a little heavier in Castle, isn't he? Little, he has put on yeah, a little bit of weight. It's more castle. like Castle, and it looks like as his, in his younger days. I think that the, the actual, the final head sculpt that they did add in, it is a much better paint job and much better quality. The costume is extremely nice. Uh, you could, you know, the one that you could pick is that the, the outer jacket could use a little more weathering. It's very clean. Mm. Uh, but, you know, that's a touchy thing. you got to be kind of careful with that. Uh, the rest of the costume is quite nice. The, the holster could be a little better. Um, but overall, this is an extremely nice figure, especially, again, we're talking a price point of about 180 instead of, you know, yeah. 240 And uh, I think they've done a great job. This, this also bodes well to their next releases, which are they're looking <clears throat> Trek, and they have um, 
uh, Kirk and Spock that they just showed off at Toy Fair here recently. At last, one six Star Trek. The one thing I will say is that, you know, I was a fan of Firefly and, and, and the movie. Um, um, what was the movie called? Serenity. 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 It was always yeah. meant to be called Serenity. The network just topped it. Fire yeah, it. yeah, and, and and I loved it. I, you know, it, it was one of those things. That I'm trying to get my um, my eldest daughter. Well, she's she's turned into a kind of fellow geek now. So I'm saying, you know, we need Sweet. to watch Firefly sometime. Nice. We need to watch Firefly sometime. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, my my worry would be that you know, if I only had to one have one character from the film, it would be Mark. So that's cool. That's it. That's all I need. Kind of what you need to embody everything, really. Exactly. However, if they're going to end to enter it, then we get into that quagmire situation of the Fellowship of the Ring, and we get into that whole quagmire of you know, it's kind of like you know, every time. Yeah, it's kind of like, are you going to give us everyone? Or are you just going to give us a few? Because next, it's going to be Jane, is it? Would it be? Yeah, Jane? you have to have Jane. I mean, I could, I yeah. could live with just the two of them because of the relationship between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but, like. Um, then I want Zoe, right? And her name is Zoe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I basically, my, me personally, it'd be Melk or nothing. It's kind of I don't need to. It's Melk or Jane and the rest of the crew. And I don't know. It's just one of those really awkward situations where it's like when Hot Toys did. Um, uh, um, uh, what was it called? Um, what was the big? Um, not X Men. What am I trying to think of here? Uh, God, Doctor Manhattan, help me here, guys. Oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. When did you Watchmen? Um, it's all or nothing. Only got two of them. We only got two, and it's kind of like you know we didn't get Rorschach, we didn't get you know all the important people, and it's kind of like you're thinking, well, what was the point? I've now got two characters from a franchise that I, you know, I love the comic book, I love the, I, I enjoyed the movie, but what what's the point? You know, I I, I don't want I want all or nothing. And it's kind of like with Malk, I could I could live with Malk in the same way as I could live with Kirk. No, I couldn't. I could live with Kirk and Spock. No, Kirk I couldn't. And Spock. I could, you need no, Kirk I couldn't. And Spock. No, I couldn't. I could live with Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. I need Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. Yeah, the trio, the holy trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need them. Um, but with with Firefly, I could live with I could live with Malk. Yeah, I, I I think I would agree with that. I think you kind of you kind of only need one, but. Maybe if I, I did, it's it, there are diehard fans of this show, so I think if, if they were to put out the whole crew, they, they might sell them. Well, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. It's just the numbers, isn't it? It's like I remember years ago working with the Master Rep. No, no, what they called the um, oh, English company that did like they did some Hammer stuff. Uh, they they did they did the Bruce Lee Dracula not Bruce Lee um, Bruce Lee yeah, Christopher Lee Chris, Christopher Lee Bruce Lee as Dracula that would be a good one Christopher Lee Dracula and and they did a figure from UFO which I've still got my on my shelf behind me um, he said turning around but it's kind of like it's one of those things where it's so cold it's so kind of like very cold that it's kind of you, you're never going to have the numbers to make it viable as a huge commercial process um, and I just I just wonder if if Firefly is one of those things but I just don't know I think America's... Star Trek is though and, and, oh I, no, no Star Trek you're on safe ground I'm really I, was, I really like those Star Trek figures now this ties into the next figure as well because you've also got the and you got an advanced one as well Mike I'm so I was like I was, as soon as you posted on Facebook I was, like, I was like oh can you get another one and you got the uh, the Mezco Spock yeah. the Mezco oh, yeah, 6 yeah, inch the, Spock yeah. now this is collective. that looked really nice now I I was I'm, I was a bit slow on the uptake 
And I remember when you talked about the uh, the Mezco Batman, and you had that at the time, and you were raving about it, Mike. And then I, I told you I experienced it one in hand, and I was like, well, he's very bulky and he's very thingy, and, but that's the kind of character. I'd like to see how this translates to other figures. And I got me the Dread for Christmas. Ah. And I absolutely love this. I love it. absolutely love it. This format... Uh, I'm, I'm talking to CB from the Four Horsemen. This, 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 this format is amazing man this is so cool what they're doing and this spark is bloody brilliant and i have to say i to, to back to the point was i'm actually not sure what i'm going to do because if Q, if qmx released all the one six star trek crew i'm like oh that's a real space issue because you know they would potentially result release all the crew and having a whole crew of the enterprise would be awesome but you could just get away with the holy trio yeah, but if you even. but if you option then or you choose then maybe the mezco route you could just you could get the full crew and have a nice little selection and have their little play set because they are on about making a diorama as well with the chair yep. and it's like oh mm, very nice and so tell us about it Mike tell us about the well, Spock well the, the Spock this, this one is the Toy Fair exclusive so at Toy Fair they rushed out uh, you know I think they only made about a hundred of them for for uh, people who were attending Toy Fair at their press event nice. and um, the so it, so it's not the final release this is this is the it, you're getting the same figure but you'll get more stuff with it when yeah. they do their final release, including a second head sculpt. This one was fairly basic that they got out for Toy Fair to make sure that people started the buzz about uh, how cool these figures are. And they are, really. The, the, slim, the slim body, you know, that was the thing. Are they going to start making completely different bodies for mm-hmm. different characters? Yeah. This slim body looks fantastic. The microfibers, the, 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 this microfiber material is so thin, um, and it hangs so naturally. Now, it'll be interesting to see when they step into some other licenses, which they have shown, where they'll have more layers like Shazam uh, you know yeah well even like uh, uh, Frankenstein's monster right where you're going to oh, yeah. have a couple of layers it's a jacket uh, it'll be interesting to see how well it translates but and Star Trek characters where you've only got you know a single layer the tunic and the pants they look fantastic it's an amazing look and as you said they've already shown Sulu they've already shown Kirk uh, you know, McCoy and Scotty are a no-brainer, and they've started showing diorama pieces for a bridge set. So you could, this could be a potentially, you know, the be-all, end-all sort of original series display. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. I, I think. And and while the sculpting is amazing, it's really the paint also at this at this scale yeah. is just dead on. It's there's no there's no miss in the lips or the eyebrows, the eyes. They're just dead on, and that's I think what's really making the difference uh, at this scale. You know, I heard I I I got to say I did hear and I don't remember exactly where I heard it, but one of the stupidest things I'd ever heard, uh, where somebody actually commented that they didn't need this good a detail at six inches because you can't see it unless it's in back photos. Oh, you and, can see And it, my dude. comment to that was, first off, it, <laughs> macro photos never make anything look better. All right? They, <laughs> there's no... I don't care if it's a six-inch toy or a 12-inch toy. A macro... Right. Fo- I don't care if it's you. A macro photo will not make you look better. <laughs> It it's always when you take it, it and actually have what it is that? Hand, it's it's the fact that there is that extreme detail that that yeah. gives it such a fantastic in hand appearance, <clears throat> so realistic and clean, nice and clean. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think I think you know, back in the day uh, when I was first re- before I was even guest reviewing for Mike, uh, when I used to read his reviews, and God knows I used to just 
absolutely eat them up. I was just like, you know, there was nobody else doing this shit out there then. And, and, and then I thought, well, can I have a go at this? Yeah, I will. And, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, it's just like observing, really. It's just telling people what you see and letting them know about the shit that we care about. And it's kind of like one of those things where the detail that is there is all that you can talk about and it's like why why would you not talk about the fact that there is detail there it's kind of like it, it, it goes against the grain um but to to say something as simplistic as the fact that you know uh, you can't see this stuff with the eye is ridiculous because yeah, you can't can. i mean it's you it can. leaves an impression yeah in it does. hand that's just it's just amazing the quality yeah it's, it's, it's so yeah, a, these are these are these are really nice, and you're right, Eamon. There's something that you're now. Like I said, the QMX Spock and Kirk look fantastic in six scale, especially the Kirk. Kirk is a hard, you know. We've talked about it before. There's certain characters, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill. There's certain actors that are very difficult for whatever reason for sculptors to capture. Leonard Nimoy and Spock isn't necessarily one of those. We've seen some good Spocks in the mm-hmm. past, even in yeah, yeah, yeah. like Playmates figures. Diamond Select ones. Spocks, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, Art Asylum and Dial and Select. They did some nice work. But Kirk is always a problem. And that QMX yeah. uh, 12, six, uh, you know, 6 scale uh, that they showed off at Toy Fair here just a few weeks ago is outstanding. Uh, you know, it, you can still find a few nits with it. Certain angles, it doesn't yep. look quite as perfect as other angles. But, but he it. is the best I've seen. Mm-hmm. And, and so we'll see how Mezco does with the Kirk. The Sulu looks really nice. Um, you know, so, so far, so good. Okay. Right. 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 Well, lads, we're going to have to finish up really quickly. We're going to have to get on the boogie here. Uh, yeah. let's, let's squeeze in Jon Snow quickly. Jon Snow has uh, big boots. Jon Snow, great costume, fantastic weathering, some of the most amazing costuming we've seen in Six Scale. I think Three Zero is doing a fantastic job because they're the only ones doing that kind of dirty weathering really, yeah. really well. Uh, not so good head sculpt. I do think it gets more crap than it deserves. It's a better head sculpt than people you know, are, are giving it credit for, but it yeah. is not. It is not a, a dead-on match to the character or the no, actor. Oh, sadly. It's yeah. not even a dead-on match to the prototype, though. No. The, 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 that's what kind of it's kind of annoying me here with with three zero. I just the, 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 and it's like it was with sideshows. Man, sideshows Indiana Jones from prototype to final figure. It's like oh my god, like why why bother? Why yeah, do that? I, why bother? I, I, I think listening, you know, listening to what Steve Steve was saying earlier, you know, working working with you know companies whereby you have some really incredible sculptors. And, you know, I, I know this from my day-to-day life of working with people who do this kind of sculpting. And once you have this finished sculpt, whether it's made of wax or clay or whatever you're, whatever medium you're working in, once you've created it and you have a critique of it and you have ten people standing in a room looking at this piece of work and you're looking at it and you're thinking, yeah, okay, that's good, that looks like the person... Beyond that point, you are in the hands of the freaking gods as to how they actually take your piece of original artwork and reproduce it into something that's manufactured. Whether it's only manufactured four times, three, four times like it is from Adam Tussauds, or a thousand times as a toy, that transition point is absolutely bloody vast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it must be soul-destroying for like so many sculptors that have done this incredible piece of work. Um, to see what ends up on the shelf. And likewise, it's that whole problem we were talking about earlier of having someone on the floor at the manufacturing plant, whether it's in Asia or America or South America or Europe, wherever it is, where you're making this stuff and you've got somebody that's seeing this stuff coming out of the moulds and making sure that it doesn't shrink or, 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 or 
or become bulbous or become weird and then when they apply the paint that it still looks as good as the prototype that you've got it's I'm, I'm not I'm not making excuses here all I'm saying is that god it's just, it's just a freaking minefield because I, I, I don't know about Mike and I don't know about you but you know I myself I've thought that you know I love this medium. I'd love to get involved in the production of this medium. And I've got to know so many people who are now involved in the production of the medium that we all collect. And the, 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 the minefield is just incredible in getting your product from A to Z, you know, from, from the concept to the point where somebody can actually buy this thing on the shelf and it be something you want to buy is just, it's a minefield, mm. as we know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so many things. So many things going on, but I just, I just feel that uh, if you're going to get into this one six game, man, you, you got to be able to produce. And I was, I, I was, oh, yeah. I, I, for, I was one of those people. I was, I wanted to get that John Snow figure. When yeah. I saw the product, I was like, I'm getting that. I saw the final figure. I'm like, no, I'm not getting that. And then he's got the huge feet. You didn't say the huge feet, Mike. He does have. Well, I don't know how big his feet are, but he does have big boots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into a discussion about you know, no, size of feet. No, feet. no, that's the topic of the day in other places, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, but, but no, he, and you know why he has huge boots? What? Because I, I think they're the same sculpt as, as um, uh, the uppers are a little different, but I think the boot sculpt itself is the same sculpt as um, Ned. Ned's and the problem is, is Ned is a bigger figure. Yeah, right. Ned's taller by about yeah. eh, a good three-eighths of an inch. And that height, along with the fact that uh, I think the uppers on uh, uh, John's are actually taller, so you've created a taller boot using the same size foot, which is actually the foot. If you if you hold it, it's the same sculpt, but they made them bigger. If you put the bottom of the two feet together, Ned and John, John's feet are the boots are bigger. The sculpt looks the same, but the boots are bigger, and he's a shorter figure. So you've got bigger boots on a smaller figure, making him look even more ridiculously oversized. Yeah, that was a shortcut. Don't like shortcut. Yeah. Like that, so I was, I was disappointed with Justin. Yeah, but, but you, 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 you the thing is, I'm going I'm to argue here is, is that you know I'm, I, I'm a collector like you, and and at the end of the day, I, I want everything to be perfect. I want every single figure to have every single feature sculpted to the minutiae of it for for, for that particular figure. And I, I know where you're coming from, uh, Eamon. I, I truly do, because I, I, I believe, you know, as a collector, I'm with you. However, I know that as a, you know, as a manufacturer, as a, as, as someone who is working to make a profit on whatever they're trying to do, so that they can finance the next figure. If you can reuse a freaking boot, you're going to reuse it. Yeah, but like boot. I said, it's actually larger. Yeah. Which yeah, doesn't make really, any sense. Yeah, the no. foot itself, the sculpt looks the same. You know, I'm talking about the, the sculpt of the lower boot yeah. around his foot. It yeah. looks the same. However, it's bigger. Just and it's not a lot. We're talking millimeters. Yeah. But when you're talking about a figure that's only you know just shy of 12 inches tall, millimeters yeah. makes a huge difference. It does. And, yeah. and when you when you look at it, you can you can because when people were looking at the photos early on, they were saying the boots were big, and I didn't really pay a lot of attention. You know, I try to avoid too much comments yeah. like that. Because then it yeah, biases, yeah. Sometimes it can become distracting. Yeah. Sometimes I find. Yeah. So, comments, so I didn't really so, yeah. pay too much attention, and I didn't. I, you know, I kept thinking to myself. They're pretty much the same looking boot as, as Ned, and Ned's were fine, so they must be fine. But when I got him, it was pretty apparent, so I pulled Ned out to, to actually compare the two. And they, the boot is bigger, slightly, on a shorter Jon Snow. Yeah, so yeah. it does throw off the look. 
Uh, like I said, the head sculpt I think gets more crap. That it's it it actually isn't as far off as I think some people are claiming. You know, you get some really you get people who will look at it and go, "Oh, it looks like you know." Yeah, put a side by side picture. Yeah, well, and and it is, but it is not at the quality level that we're expecting in this market. Yeah. That's that's at the end of the day, that's a fact. And you get the dog with him. And the dog, yeah, well, he's a pretty big dog. Wolf. The, the dire wolf is is a decent scale. Um, I do think he's a little cartoony. Um, one yeah, he's got a huge nostrils. Dog, uh, wolf's, uh, wolf's nostrils are quite long and slim. What the hell is that nostrils about? I mean, I know he's well, growling, but still. Very yeah, fat, the fat face, face doesn't really work for me. There's there's just something about the, the, the structure of the face. and the, um, he, He's also got, it's kind of upturned. If you look at his nose and his, mm. his face, the way he's like, he's sort of growling with an upturned look. Yeah. And, and wolves don't do that, right? They, look, they, they point their muzzle down. And kind of look right at you with that glare, and so does if you watch the you know if you watch the show. That's usually how you'll see one of the dire wolves when they're growling at somebody. They kind of have that; they point their muzzle downward towards the ground and look straight at them. And that's not the pose they put him in. They put him in a kind of a weird pose, and it just didn't. It just doesn't really. It's he's nice. He's heavy. He's he's you know he's for an extra. He's an usually large extra. But um, I can't say that I'm thrilled with him. Oh, oh well. There you go. Right, then let's. We should call it an evening, I reckon. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Yep. I, think, I think we've covered enough. I think we've covered, we've covered plenty there. I hope you listeners have enjoyed our show. Gentlemen, would you like to say good night? Good night. Bon nuit. Bon nuit, everyone. And if anyone has any coverings or anything, if anybody wants us to be like covering anything specific, you can always email me, amen at amenart.com, or you can always reach Mike at mvctoys.com. MWC, come on. MWC, I see. And the thing is, I keep typing that in the whole time. I'm always wrong, but luckily I got the other things. MWCToys.com. And you can always follow him at Mike Crawford or or myself at Eamon underscore. There you go. I'm getting quite tired now. So we should leave. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Yep. Good night, everyone. There you go. All right, let's. Cheerio. Thank you.